flexing on these niggas, every bone and muscle. Steady taking shots, never hurting them. Even then, y'all don't worry nothing. And I'd like to give a shout out to my with the game plan. And shout out to my niggas with escape plans. Uh, 20 bands, rain dance. We can eat the rain check and we can make plans. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. On ESPN975.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline on ESPN975. Jerry Bowe, we got Cam behind the glass. We got Holly with us in studio this week. Now it's time for my favorite segment, your favorite segment, the Gal Media All Stars. They will make some picks against the number. Here's what we got for you this week. It's the Gal Media All-Stars Plays of the Week. The Blitz is Fred Bauer. All right, I've got two games. As always, we'll start off with Denver at the Jets, and everything tells me I should go Jets on this because uh, Denver noon game off of a tough Monday night. But the Jets also were plus three last week and got beat by 18 points. So I, I really like Denver in this game. It's a pick em. I'll take the Broncos. Uh, not a game that I'm going to bet the house on, but maybe the shed. And uh, the other game I like, the uh, Raiders getting points from the Chargers. This is going to be a home game for the Raiders, basically, even though it, it is in Los Angeles. And uh, I, I just think the Chargers are a little overvalued here. Raiders may be a little undervalued. Uh, I'm getting points. I'll take the points. I'll enjoy the points, and hopefully I'll get the win. The Benches Lancer Line. All right, guys, here's a couple plays for you this week. Let's get on the right side. Let's start with the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three. They got some great news that Le'Veon Bell is headed back. He's not there for this game, but lane three against an Atlanta team that cannot stop anyone does not sound like something that scares me away. So I will lay the three with the Pittsburgh Steelers and look for them to get back on the right side. Now, the one that I think is a really interesting play this week is going to be the Detroit Lions at Pickham at home against Green Bay. Remember, this is the same Detroit team that came just within a field goal of knocking off the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. They uh, took care of business at home against the uh, New England Patriots. And Green Bay, of course, has a quarterback who is playing on a knee that is not at 100%, not even close. I think you're going to see some up-and-down performances from Green Bay. I'm going to take Detroit at home and pick it. Culture Maps, Eric Sadler. This week, I like the Rams, minus 7.5 against the Seahawks. I know betting a road favorite is the squarest move ever, but the Rams crushed Seattle at home last year. I don't see a banged-up Seahawks squad being able to hang with Sean McVay's offense. For my second pick, I'll take Denver, plus one at the Jets. Once again, I know a team traveling east on a short week is a square pick, but Sam Darnold shouldn't be favored against anyone right now. Denver's defense will force a couple turnovers as the Broncos bounce back. Sports Maps, Holly Seymour. All right, guys, I'm going to play risky here and take the best game of the week, the Chiefs and Jags. Against the AFC South opponents, the Chiefs are 4-8 and eight straight up and 2-10 and 10 against the spread in home games since the start of the 2007 season. Also, keep in mind that teams playing on a Sunday after being on the road the previous Monday went 5-11 and 11 straight up and 4-12 and 12 against the spread last season. Not only are the Chiefs coming off of a short week, the Jags watch film and can see what Mahomes does outside of the pocket. Their game plan should be simple. Contain him inside the pocket, forcing him to throw into the strong secondary. Give me my boys in Saxonville and the points. Um, I'm also going to go back to 2011 here for my next pick. 
Monday Night Football, Drew Brees. Final nine-yard touchdown pass to my guy Sproles, setting the single-season passing record. This Monday, Brees looks to set the record for career passing yards. He only needs 201 yards. Whether he knows it this week or not, they still have the return of Ingram, the supernatural Alvin Kamara, and the home field advantage in their favor. I'm rolling Saints given the points. Well, as far as that KC-Jacksonville game, all week long I've been having mixed emotions over it, but something leads me to KC for the reason of if the game script plays correctly, Bortles, he's efficient. But as soon as you get out of game script, this game at any point, KC could go up 10 points, 14 points, as they did the Steelers, as they did a lot of teams. So what happens if they go behind? Don't get me wrong. If the game stays close, Jacksonville can ultimately play it. But without Fournette there, which I think is their bruiser, and he has that high usage, I find it hard for them to keep Mahomes off the field. And at this point, I'm, I'm a believer. I, I was skeptical through the first couple of weeks. I wanted him to get more into the, I wanted the people to have film on him. I wanted people, but, but at this point, who has film on him throwing, switching hands when he's throwing the ball? Nobody. Like, he just does things. And that's what his last, last game was his worst game, and he still had three bucks. You know what I mean? Like, he still threw for three bills. So at this point, the defense hurts him, but to beat them, you better be able to throw up 27, 30 points. Now, I know that. Bortles, whenever the Fournette's gone, they they run a spread offense. He's thrown three touchdowns, I think, in three of the five games without Fournette. So, with that being said, that over plays good for me. I've heard that the weather will be scattered out and it will be heavy at times, so that kind of pushes me away, but not so much. I think KC wins this game by about six points. So, we have a bet going on then here, Jerry, do we? Battle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. One of the things that I like to do each week is kind of check – who everybody picked and see if there's any that are common. Eric this week has taken Denver plus the points. Fred's on it too. So there, there's probably something there. Jerry, what are your thoughts on that? It's tough. Denver at home, we know what they are to begin the season. The altitude plays for the favorite, but when they travel early in the season, they're not that great. Now, what would we think of the Jets if that game that Darnold did decent against the Lions wasn't on primetime? Because that's what we all remember. That's what people yeah. saw. But if you take that out of the equation, he's really, really bad. I mean, he's not what, they, what they're wanting. I don't know if it's, if it's his weapons. I don't know what it is at this point. But he's not that. On the other side, you get an extremely efficient Keenum that led the league in def, uh, quarterback DVOA last year, right? But now he's throwing picks? Now... He's failing to throw touchdowns in multiple games, and it's it gets to a point where he'll drive you down there and he'll throw a pick on the one. He it's just that's just what is going on here, and it just makes no sense to me. So it's hard to trust him either way, and I'm going to stay away. But yeah, everything points at Denver getting right and and getting to him. So it's not a bad bet. I just choose to stay away. All right, you're a big Steelers guy. You got the hat on right now, so I got to ask you. Lance has been scuffling a little bit. He's trying to get back in the win column this week. He's got uh, Pittsburgh minus three. Where are you at with that one? I like Pittsburgh money minus three. The the way that they've been giving up points uh, throughout these couple weeks, it shows. <sighs> You have to be a certain type to go up in Pittsburgh and beat them. You have to outscore them. And Mahomes did it. But can this week's opponent do it? I don't think so. Now, the over-under, Holly and I were just talking about, and it's 58 and a half and 59 in some spots. How do we get there, Holly? What has to happen? Because in those games, you can't have those long-sustained drives that turn into a turnover inside the 20. That kills that kills you for an over-under set that high. These guys actually have to go out there and produce points. So, 
What do you think about the over-under, Holly? Oh, I'm riding the under on this. I was actually shocked when I saw that. I mean, I know that you have both teams have great wide receiver cores here. I mean, and nobody really has an outstanding secondary on either of these teams. So they're going to rack up points. But minus week one, the Falcons are putting up at least 30 points a game. The Steelers averaging about 25 and a half. That's still putting me right at the under there. I'm not, I'm not, I just can't take the over on that. And when we try to dissect these games, we try to find edges and know that the book knows the same. They, they, they know the same edges. They got the same numbers we do. They know that, hey, Big Ben's road splits at home. He's a much bigger guy. The over has gone over. Uh, the, the total has gone over seven of the last nine Pittsburgh Steelers home games. So then you have a high scoring team coming to town. Of course, they throw it up there. The only problem for the Steelers, they're 0-6 against the spread. Their last six times favorite at home because the odds makers know they know they welcome the money. Are you going to eat a big number? They'll give it to you, and it's not covering. That's interesting. I want to. I want to hit on a couple of other of, of y'all's picks. First, I want to do Lance's too. I'm kind of with him on this pick um, with Detroit. Uh, just all those Packers injuries kind of kind of scare me. What do you think about Detroit this week, Jerry? Holly. All right. So as far as Detroit, both. Teams are in top 15 in PPR points per drive. They both 1.96, the Packers 1.79. I'm looking at the over in this game personally because both teams, they are top nine in pass attempts. That's good because it keeps the ball moving, and when an incomplete pass, it stops the clock, right? So you get more possessions. The Packers in this series, 19 of the last 25 wins. Rodgers, when he goes to Ford Field, the last two times, he's thrown seven touchdowns in the last two meetings there at Ford Field. Packers, 46-25 and 25 in divisional games since 2006. Rodgers, 83-54 and 54 since 2009, and 35-29 and on the road, as long as he's not favored by more than six and a half points. So when they're a short favorite, he usually gets there. Interesting. Where and are you at with this one, Holly? Yeah, and exactly right there, Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking Green Bay because it's so hard for me to bet anything against them right now like Detroit's already a team that I'm really sketch about and I never it's like a bit it's like the Cincinnati Bengals I'm I really have to double think that but I'm rolling with Green Bay go with the Packers all right that final one you talked about a little bit Holly let's talk about your Saints pick I mean you talked about why you like him with Breeze going for the you know the breaking the record you got Ingram coming back this week I mean they're at home it's a a night game, right? So you got to like New Orleans. Jerry, are, are you feeling that with Holly as well this week? This is a tough game because let's think back of what Washington did to defend uh, Rodgers. Yeah, right? you were on that one. So then they can they can stop that the, the pass game. Now, don't get me wrong. Now you got Kamara. You got the Amen. run game coming back. And they have many, many, many weapons. But. The way that they've been getting torched, always remember the backdoor means if it's a it's a big spread and, and it's a double-digit game that a touchdown could still kill your spread. And a lot of these teams that got bad defenses, they leave these backdoor open, and I, it just it just I, it scares me. You know, you can be up in this game by 13 and a backdoor touchdown, and here we go. You know what I mean? So do the Saints come out and act like the Saints that we were used to seeing at primetime in that stadium? Yeah, they can. They, they very well can. But if things don't go as scripted and you get Adrian Peterson out there running that clock. Ooh, revenge this, game, right? I was just, is this a revenge game? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is this payback? <laughs> and it's, 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 it's just a lot of things to this. The, the, the public will go all over New Orleans. I saw 63% of them last time. And it's kind of scary to me because I feel that Washington can keep them off balance. They have a quarterback that doesn't exactly turn the ball over. They, he, can, he can game manage it little drives at a time. And just keeping the pass game 
at Hut, not stopping it, but keeping him at bay. You know, you got we just spoke about Breeze earlier coming off eight and a half points fantasy in it. So he's not just gonna go out there and light you up. That offense doesn't revolve around forty pass attempts like it used to. They'll get there if they need to, but it doesn't necessarily happen that way. That's interesting. I want to ask both of you guys first. Um what about the the over under, Holly? It's uh, it's about fifty two and a half, fifty three, depending on where you're seeing it at. I'll ask both of you, do you think it gets there? Um, I actually have the combined score um, 47, so I'm going to go under on it. Okay. Jerry? It's close. I think that they will be able to stop uh, drives, limit those touchdown drives, two field goals at points, Washington, and I believe that the game will go under. The Saints are 2-13 and 13 against the spread in their last 15 games as favorites at home, right? The Redskins have the second-best scoring defense in the NFL, 14.7 points per game. That's what they, So people don't realize that. So you know, shocking, right? Yeah. Because it's, I hate admitting this and I hate saying it, but Washington's flying under the radar here, and they're sneaking up in the division. Like, I really thought they were irrelevant, and they're, they're coming up. Me too. I kind of think they're terrible. But and they're quiet. They're, it's like they they're are. quiet. You don't that, see it. That's Alex Smith everywhere, right? Like nobody wants to buy in no matter where he goes. Nobody wants to buy in. So, man, I, I, for me, I think I'm going to stay away from this one. For me, I talked about it a little bit earlier. We only have about another minute here. We can get into all the details of this on the other side. But we, we heard at Fantasy ADHD, Josh talk about how he likes Rosen in Arizona. I kind of like Arizona to cover here this week. You know, three points, three and a half points, depending on where you're getting it at. That's kind of who I like this week. I like Arizona to come in and, and cover the game. What do you guys think? I love that. I'm, I'm taking the same thing with you. Since 2013, December, 49ers are 0-11-2 as a home favorite. <laughs> they don't cover as home favorites. 0-11-2 as a home good? favorite. <laughs> Let that sink in. I'll take the points, and I'm even going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. There you go, guys. We have a whole bunch more to get to. We got a lot more picks. We got a lot more fantasy stuff. We got more games to talk about. We're up against it. We're going to hit a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. In the club, got them bottles on replay. Trying to break a record like a DJ. That's 150 bottles in one night. I get it. Act right. Act right. Act right. Money don't fold. Is it act right? Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. I'm Josh Jordan, joined by Jerry Bow. We have Holly Seymour in the house. We got Cam behind the glass. And you know what this means. It's the active, inactive time of the day. So Hyped Up Andrew is going to get in with us. Let us know who is in and who is out this week. Andrew, what do you have for us today? All right, what's up, guys? So, Unfortunately for the 49ers, there was a change in status. I said Marquise Goodwin was going to be active. He was not on the injury list heading into the weekend. He's actually going to be inactive this Ooh. week. That quad injury is still hurting him. So you guys were talking about that 49ers line yeah. little, just in that past segment. That might be changing things just a little bit. Devontae Adams, he's going to be active as expected. Geronimo Allison is out. 
Marvin Jones Jr., who showed up on the report at the end of this last week's cycle, he's going to be active. Sammy Watkins is active for the Chiefs, but he's coming off of a hamstring injury that kept him out in week four. And when you've got hamstring injuries and you're coming back only one week later, that's something that I really, really am just sort of questionable about. So he's someone that I would stay away from. Devontae Parker's nightmare of a season continues. <laughs> he's still out at the tight end position. You know, the talent's kind of bare. There's there's not much in the cupboard, but Charles Clay, if you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel, he's active. And, Five buck Chuck. <laughs> and Hayden Hurst is a name you just might want to keep your eye on. He was the, one of the Ravens' top draft picks this past offseason. He's going to be active for the first time this year. So he's an up-and-coming name just to keep an eye on. Definitely not saying start him, but just someone to keep your eye on as these next couple weeks progress. And a few of the names in the late games. Matt Breida, he's questionable with a shoulder injury. He should play. Dalvin Cook, man, someone sold me a lemon with him because, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, we don't want to get into that. He's expected to be out. Corey Clement, he's questionable. He's probably going to play. Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald, he's expected to play. Travis Benjamin, the third receiver for the Chargers, he's expected, uh, he's expected to miss today. And then going into Sunday night football, Will Fuller's expected to play, but as, as you alluded to earlier, Josh, with those Sunday night games, make sure you've got backup. Don't go into that Sunday night, Monday night game with someone who's questionable and don't and you don't have insurance because there's a very high chance you could be left high and dry. Kiki QT, he's actually questionable, and it's really a game-time decision with him on whether he's going to play or not. Same thing with Lamar Miller. He's going to be a complete game-time decision. So that's all I got for you guys. Have a great rest of the show. All right, thanks, Andrew. That is interesting because, man, there's nobody really for the Texans to go to there. I mean, it's going to be Hopkins or bust. And Hopkins got a tough matchup uh, against Jones this week. And if it's Alfred Blue running the ball, man, that's a that that's going to be a tough one. So you have to be a little bit worried if you're a Texans fan. You really need Will Fuller to come through and play. I mean, who else do they really have? So I, I, I don't know. All right, well, let's jump into some lines. Straight bets. Chiefs. I hate to say it, but like I explained earlier, I think at some point the game script turns away from them and they're going to ask Blake to make plays. I think the Chiefs, if you could get them at two and a half, go ahead and jump on that. I see three at many places. That'll be a key number, and it could very well end by that. But go ahead and take the Chiefs. The People's Parlay. Parlay over KC and Jags. Dolphins. Plus six and a half or seven, wherever you can get them, preferably that seven, that key number. I think that over that line was over-exaggerated from what happened last week. Going into the last week, you saw the Dolphins coming in riding high, and they got pounded by New England. Everybody saw that. What you see on the other side? Uh, Cincinnati pulls an outright road victory as an underdog, a five-and-a-half-point underdog, which the shops were all over, and they killed it. And the third part of that... Uh, parlay, which will be a three-way, will be the Packers' money line. I really do think that this is where they can... We, we we know that Rodgers historically wins these matchups. And Ford Field, he's shined seven touchdowns in the last two games. Give me that. Teasers. Ten-point teaser of the week. This is a max bet. Give me the Vikings plus 13.5. Packers plus 10. And then the Chiefs-Jags game, tease it to go over. So bring it down to 39. If that game doesn't hit 39, then I don't know what's going on. So that's your bets for this week. time it is i like to uh i like to get flexy from time to time jerry and uh you know i'm feeling pretty good about it this week because we went i went eight and four so you gotta like that and 
I mean, you're not going to do that every week, but I did it last week, just saying. And we're not picking, you know, just the studs of the world here. So I'm digging what we did. So let me go through. This is my article for this week on SportsMap. Everybody go check it out. Jerry's gambling materials on SportsMap as well. You can check out Holly's video she does every week, NFL recaps on SportsMap. If you're not following SportsMap at SportsMapHOU, there's a problem with you. Go follow them. Go check out the website. So here's what I got for you this week. All right, running back. I love me some TJ Yeldon. I'm going to give him the love. I think he comes through again. So he's replacing Fournette, and since Fournette hates me, we'll go with Yeldon. Matt Breida, we talked about him. Shoulder might be a bit of a a deal for him, but Andrew said it looks like he's going to play. So I like him this week. This is the best matchup you can have if you are a running back in the NFL, so fire up Breida. James Conner, not a great matchup last week. I've kind of avoided writing him up because he didn't perform last week in that matchup, so maybe some people are starting to get away from him. Don't do it. Get James Conner in your lineup again this week. Here's one where it's really tough. Titans are taking on Buffalo, and the Tennessee run game is just, oh, God, it, it's, it's really hard to watch. But I think Deion Lewis comes through this week, and if you are absolutely, completely desperate, I think Derrick Henry might get you a touchdown. So this might be a good week to get some Titans in your lineup. Sony Michelle, I had him in the article. He went off the other night, so we're loving him going forward. Just a couple more for you. Calvin Ridley, we talked about him earlier. I like him this week. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Jordy Nelson, I think Amari Cooper is going to get the tough coverage on the other side. So I like Jordy to come through for you. Sterling Shepard, you know, I was just looking at what Holly was showing me. Looks like Odell's crying about his targets. So that kind of worries me a little bit. You know, I've got Sterling in there as a sleeper this week, but if Odell's complaining about not getting the ball enough, there's a really good chance that we're going to see a lot of targets going to Odell today. But Ingram is still out, so I still like Shepard because they don't really have anybody else to throw the ball to besides Barkley and Odell. All right, a couple more. Austin Hooper, he's been killing you. So if you have the stones to start him, it's a great matchup, but he might catch two balls for 15 yards. So it's a desperation play only. Finally, George Kittle. I like him this week. I don't like the matchup. I just, I like him. He's kind of the only guy. You heard Goodwin's not going to play. Who else are they going to throw to? My two quarterbacks this week. I love me Big Ben, and I love Blake Bortles. I'm not afraid. Are you afraid to play Blake Bortles? I am not. He's been fantastic when Leonard Fournette is out, and he is out. If you're looking for a defense, I like the Titans this week. I think they come through. So that is who I am feeling flexy about this week. So, what do you guys think? Any plays you like, Jerry? Anything that you're excited? You're feeling flexy? Are you in the mood? Well, going to light a candle and start some of these guys. I just want to put a microscope and some respect on who John Brown really is this year, and he doesn't get the credit he really deserves. He's got 662 air yards on that offense, which is first, obviously, on that offense. But who was supposed to be number one? Crabtree. Crabtree's got half the air yards with four more receptions. That goes to tell you the long ball is all John Brown. But what surprises me out of that? Receiving group, Willie Sneed, 18 for 198 and one touchdown this year. Crabtree, 18 for 184 and a touchdown. So how is Crabtree the one? He's the three on this team. Yeah. Man, that, that's a good point. John Brown's been the dude, so we're, we're really feeling him this year. He's been great. And Flacco. Flacco has been surprisingly fantastic. He's a guy that I was kind of looking at. I was like, do I want to pick Flacco or do I want to pick Bortles for my quarterback play this week? I went with Bortles, so hopefully I come through and I'm right. What else do you have, Jerry? Any other fantasy plays you're, you're really feeling this week? Man, it's you touched on most of the ones I had, but let's see. Give me one second here. I'm pulling up my list. Let's touch on D 
D.D. Westbrook and what he has done lately. I think that he's overall becoming the guy there. I think Blake Bortles trusts him, and we always said that in these high-scoring games, the Jaguars have no problem spreading the ball out, and that's what they're going to do today. It's going to be remind you of the game plan they used on uh, the Patriots where he threw the ball around, spread it up, and yep. him and Keenan Cole will eat. All right, and I, I think he's kind of become the guy. I'd rather have Westbrook than Cole going forward. So I like that play this week as well, Jerry. Um, as far as some of the plays that we like, some guys that, you know, maybe in the DFS world that we're feeling, we talked about a little bit earlier. I like Carr, and Josh Rosen's a guy that at Fantasy ADHD really likes this week. He's dirt cheap. He's somebody you can get in your lineup. I also like the price tag here for Ridley. I like him. I know I said I liked him in seasonal, but I also like him for daily at 5,800. I think that's a good number. And at that same token, you can get Sterling Shepard for 5,600. I think he's a good play this week just because I think he's going to get a lot of targets. So I'm really feeling him this week. So, all right, we are up against it. We are going to hit a break just here in a second. We got, we're going to hit all the games. We're going to go all around the NFL. We're going to hit it from a gambling perspective. We're going to hit it from a fantasy perspective. We're going to give you everything we have. We really appreciate Holly for stopping by. She was terrific today. Thank you, Holly, for coming in. Thank you guys for having me in the studio today. Yes, and fun. tell everybody where they can find you, what, what you got going. Go ahead and follow me if you're not already on Twitter at XOHolly. I have my own website, holly.football, and of course, Sports Map. Make sure you check it out every day, even on weekends. We're here. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much for coming in, Holly. On the other side, we do have a giveaway. We have a pub crawl coming up, and uh, Fred Fowler is going to be doing the pub crawl. It's going to be downtown. They're going to hit a bunch of different spots. So we have a giveaway for a couple of those spots. We are going to hit that on the other side. We will tell you when to call. So stay tuned. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Skywonder Pyrotechnics. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe. And Josh Jordan. All right, we're back. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bow. We got Cam behind the glass. As I was saying before the break, we're going to give away two tickets to this first Daniel Houston Sports Pub Crawl. It comes with your own Be Someone shirt as well. So I think we're going to hold that off and give that away in the last segment. So uh, guys, just kind of stick around. We've got two more segments. We'll give that away. Really cool deal. So be looking forward to that. You get to go drink beer with Fred Fowler. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, honestly, if you don't know about the giveaway, get in on this. It's going to be a blast. We're all going to be down there. I know I am. I hope you get down there, Josh. Fred's going to be down there. It's going to be a party. And it's Fred's comeback. He's been detoxing, so, so get ready. <laughs> it is. He, you know, he's been talking to me. I'm going to try and work out a way to do it. You know, it's kind of tough for us because we have our show the very next morning, and it's a Saturday night deal. So we might be uh, dragging a little bit, <laughs> but no, it's a great deal, guys. You know, three dollar beers, three dollar drink special. It's a cool deal. So, all right, we've saved this up. We're going to hit the games now. Let's spin around the league. Let's look at this week. So the first one I'm going to bring up here, we're going to go Titans Bills, and I, I kind of like Corey Davis this week. 
week. And like I said earlier, I kind of like Deion Lewis and maybe even Derrick Henry. You know, his corpse might like revitalize itself and fall into the end zone this week. So as a deep, deep play, I'm kind of liking him this week. The Bills, I don't know. Do they even have any fantasy players? I'm not really liking anybody there. Uh, Jerry, what do you got on uh, Tennessee at Buffalo? You got to like what Mariota did, topping 300 for the first time in 12 games. He also tacked on 46 rushing yards with a touchdown, which is also good. He finished off as QB7. So things are looking up, hopefully, over there with Corey Davis catching two long balls, a 28 and a 51-yard bomb. And that's what we've been waiting for him. And hopefully we can see it on back-to-back weeks. A little bit of consistency is what we're hoping for. What I really like, they were using him in the slot a little bit, Jerry. They were moving him all over the place. So he's going to be their guy. So if he's still out there, he might be a guy to pick up. Like Andrew said, Hayden Hurst in a different game, he's a guy you might want to go pick up to beat the waiver wire, that kind of thing. I know Davis is owned in most leagues, but there's a few where I've seen him. So go ahead and grab him if he's there. Uh, Quickly, let's uh, move to Falcon Steelers. Doesn't this feel like this should be like a Sunday night or a Monday night game or something you know like I think this is going to be just an extravaganza of points let's start on the Falcon side I mean start them all right I mean who are you looking at and you're like I don't want to start him so maybe Hooper's a little risky because he's been god-awful but the matchup's good on the Steelers side man you're starting Brown you're starting Smith Schuster you know you're starting Connor and you know Big Ben I really like him this week so start everybody for fantasy as far as a gambling play you want to remind everybody what your take was Jerry for this one the Steelers to uh, shine oh because that defense on the Atlanta side the over is a little high if you can live bet it say uh with these overs that are really high and you know that they might not get there maybe watch a drive and hopefully they come out slow you get that first punt boom you hit it so that's something to watch out for something that sticks out to me here is julio jones is on pace for 2008 yards without a touchdown so far what is going on he has 713 yards and has the league's fourth most 20 plus yard catches what does that mean the steelers allowed the six most uh, passes over 20 yards. So look for Julio to break a big one. That's interesting. You know, Joe Hayden was a little banged up this week. We'll have to check and see if he's on the active list. But either way, he's going to be a little bit slow. So I think maybe Julio finally gets in the end zone. I'm with you there, Jerry. All right, we talked about this from a gambling perspective. And what I'm talking about is Broncos at Jets. We hit on that a little bit. From a fantasy perspective, maybe Emmanuel Sanders... Maybe Lindsay for the Broncos. I mean, I'm not loving it, but if you know you're desperate and you you need a flex, that might be somebody. Gosh, on the Jets, I'm not really feeling anybody. It's a tough matchup for them. Thoughts on this one, Jerry? Denver at New York. It stinks just talking about it, but <laughs> sometimes this is where you find those good plays, and I just hope that Keenum can do something against a Todd Bowles defense that they they, they blitz. That's what he does, and. Denver allows a lot of quarterback hits, and uh, Keenum has got the lowest QBR in the league when under pressure at the moment, which is crazy because I said he has, he was the number one DVOA quarterback rated last year, and now he's going to the complete opposite. What are we doing? Whew. Yeah. I'm not really. I'm kind of you know holding my nose with this game. I, I'm not really feeling it. Start them if you need them, guys. But we're not excited about this one from any particular angle. All right, let's move on. One of the best games of the week, right? Jags at Chiefs. We're very pumped about this one. We've mostly covered this game quite a bit. The thing I would like to remind people is uh, Josh from Matt Fantasy ADHD. He said he really likes Tyree Kill this week. Jerry, what do you think about his selection of Tyree Kill for a great play? I'm going with what your thought was to back 
his his statement and was like the speedy, the little guy, and yeah. he's going to turn him around. You could talk all that, but when you have a quarterback that throws you open and will gamble, there's a lot of quarterbacks that won't gamble and make the throws that Mahomes does, and I guarantee you he will throw it up and let Hill get to the ball and make the play. So look for at least one time throughout this game for Hill to bust one. All right, there you go. And we both like Blake Bortles this week, right? Huge, huge. He's under when he uh, when he's under the spread in uh, spread game plans. He kills it. And Fournette's five career missed games: three seventy six for four, three twenty six for three, two fifty nine for one, three thirty for one. There you go. Let's move on quickly. We're going to go Packers Lions here. This is kind of turned into a pick 'em type game. It's been interesting. Lance is on the Lions. Um, Holly was on the Packers. Where were you at again, Jerry? Remind the people. The Packers, and just for the reason that I feel that this is where Roger shines. He's shined at Fort Field, seven touchdowns. I don't see a way that they could stop him uh, from going back to what he has been in the last two games. The consistency of Devontae Adams, and I think their run game is is ready to break out. One of these weeks, we're going to come in here and we're going to say, wow, did you see Aaron Jones? That's who we were waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Jones, guys, we like him going forward. Keep an eye on him. If anybody drops him, grab him. He might be worth playing because, you know, Geronimo Allison not going this week. Packers might run the ball a little bit more. On the Lions side of the ball, I think Golden Tate's another good play this week. He's He's been coming on as of late. on Johnson, kind of a little risky. We're just not worried about his workload, but we like his talent going forward. Let's move on. Ravens at the Browns. Browns was a defense that Josh, our guest, uh, he really likes this week in, in DFS. Joe Flacco has been just hot. I mean, that that's all you can say about it. So who wins in this one? Not just who wins the game, but who wins these matchups? The, the Browns defense or, or this Ravens offense that's been coming on lately, Jerry? We saw what, what the Browns did making Oakland relevant again. They gave him that game, that breakout game. Carr had his Lynch look big in the fourth quarter. Uh, Cook, a big game. And it's, I don't trust that defense. The offense is going to be there, but can you trust him also with all these turnovers? Can you can you trust him to, uh, Mayfield to beat a Harbaugh-led team? I don't see it. Jimmy Smith comes back. I don't see it. This Ram uh, Ravens defense in team overall is just so underrated. They got all the key pieces in certain spots, and I like them in this spot uh, with the spread and with the starting all their players. I like the John Browns, and, and I'm going for there. I'll even start Flacco. All right, there you go. And as far as the Ravens, you know, I've seen their defense out there in a couple leagues on the waiver wire. Do you like them this week against I love Mayfield? Them. I love them. And in, in, in DFS, they're 2,800, so it gives you a lot of wiggle room to, to slide some of those big names in. There you have it. All right, quickly, we'll move on. Giants-Panthers, I talked about it last segment. Odell starting to complain about his touches. Does that make you shy away from Sterling Shepard at all this week? Not so much Sterling Shepard because Eli Manning's average uh, yard depth is 6.8. So we always talk about this noodle arm of Andrew Luck maybe and not, not trusting it, but what do we say about his arm? Because... Maybe he's just getting old. Maybe it's the line not letting the, the, the routes develop. But how can you get these big yard gains for somebody Beckham, somebody that's explosive, whenever the line doesn't permit you and you have happy feet now? That's a good point. And, I mean, their offensive line is bad. They've had to resort to the quick game just to be able to get the ball out and get anything kind of productive for the Giants. So, that, I mean, that's something to keep in mind is there's just no time. You know, now Flowers is on the bench. He's not even playing. So, 
but that's the, that's the key, right? You get it out quick, you can't really get the ball down, that far down the field. So Jerry makes up a good point there. So Barkley, you're obviously liking him. On the Panthers' side of the ball, you're not getting away from Christian McCaffrey. Um, what do you think about Benjamin this week? Uh, for, on who? Uh, I'm sorry, not Benjamin. Funches. Funches. No, I love Funches with uh, with Olsen out. We we talk about all the time how much of a difference he is when when uh, when Olsen's out because that's what Cam looks for. He likes those big targets in the red zone, and Funches eats those up. And we're waiting on it, and I think this is the the, the week where we get Funches for you know that seven for about ninety to hundred in the score. It'll be interesting to see if Jenkins follows him around or if he just stays on his side in this matchup. That could be the difference for you guys. Dolphins Bengals. Man, Kenyon Drake, can you even trust him anymore? No, not at all. He uh, as high as high he's as he was drafted and all the all the buzz around him and he, I don't know if you could even trust him. I mean, maybe hardly even roster him now at one point. Yeah, and you know, I saw like Frank Gore was still in the game in like garbage time last week when they were getting hammered by the Patriots. I, I don't know what the hell is going on there. Maybe Kenny Stills is basically the only guy you can trust, right? I mean, there's really nobody else on the Dolphins to get excited about. On the other side of the ball, what do you think about Andy Dalton? He's been pretty damn good. We talked about it last week before going into that 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 shiny matchup against Atlanta. And before last week, he was a top six quarterback in the last 16 games over a 16-game sample size. He's a top six quarterback. He's got the weapons. He's got it. Uh, he's got a run game. And Bill Lazor's wonderful at calling play calls that benefits his 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 skill set. All right, we're up against it, but I did want to get a gambling play on this one, Jerry. It looks like the Bengals are favored by six. They are at home against Miami. Over-unders around 48 points. What are your thoughts on this one? Sometimes the ugliest bets are the prettiest ones, and everyone that I talk to in the sharp world and, and professional gamblers, they're on Dolphins because they say that it was too much of an over-exaggeration. You're talking about moving the spread last week after last week's performance is two and a half points. That's almost to the key number of three. You're you're going to move the game of field goal after you knew that the Dolphins were going to struggle at New England. What did you expect? And we expected Cincinnati to beat Atlanta or at least give them a game. So what we wanted and what we expected happened, but we're going to over, you know, we're just going to make yeah. decisions on that. No, I don't like it. So the value is on the points. All right, guys, you heard it. it's on the points there. We have the rest of the games to get to. We still have that giveaway coming up in the last segment. So if you stuck around, we're going to give it away. So we will be right back. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97. Bye. And some hot. Like I talk to I see when I sh- Like you seen him twirl, then he drops it. And we keep them to my block. And Monte keep it on him, he done drop Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Jerry Bowe, Josh Jordan, we got Cam behind the glass. And uh, kind of caught me off guard there for a sec because I was I was getting into to my bookie here. We're we're getting close to to the noon uh, tip off here for the NFL games. I was trying to get my picks in. So you know, guys, there's a reason Vegas makes lines on games, and that's so we can bet them. It's that simple. And the simple way to bet on those games is mybookie.ag. 
Just remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. If you bet on something and win, like you want the money, right? That's that's the whole reason you did it. My bookie is an online destination to get action on any game. They're safe, they're reliable, they've been in business for years, and that's why I recommend them and, and that's why I use them. And tell them about the live betting, Jerry. Well, uh, something I try to explain to people is it's a skill to be able to dissect the game from the outside out before it starts. But if you're in the game and you see a game playing out a certain way or if you were scared of that high total today in the in the Pittsburgh game, for example, it was 59. Say say you're scared of that high total, but you know they're going to hit 54, 55. You close your eyes. You pray that they don't score on that first drive. Go over to mybookie.ag and then you hit refresh, refresh, refresh. You hit refresh <laughs> so many times during that commercial break. Boom. There comes the live bet. The best odds in the business and now you have a chance to catch up on a game that you might even let's say you missed it say you were doing something until uh, until that noontime and now you have the chance to catch up on the live betting that's what i love about these guys refresh 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 boom there's a line oh my god i'm back in and you're winning money by the game's over no doubt and you know what i really like about it you know i'm more of a fantasy guy and you know, we can actually bet on the over under for fantasy players. So that's been my deal lately is if I had, I felt like, man, this guy's going to come through this week. I'm going to take the over. So guys, if you want to take the over on a fantasy play you like this week, just get on your computer, go to mybookie.ag and get your account started. And guys, right now they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. You put 200 bucks in there. They're going to match it with $200. Who else is doing that? All you got to do is use the promo code radio to activate the offer. So go to mybookie.ag to Today. That's mybookie.ag, and don't forget to use the promo code RADIO to claim your bonus. That's right, guys. You play, you win, you get paid. It's mybookie.ag. So get over there, guys. So now, before you go and bet the rest of these games on mybookie, we're going to hit the rest of the NFL games we haven't covered yet. So we're going to try give you a little bit of inside advice. Jerry Bowe's going to give you some good gambling plays for this the rest of these slate of games. So we're going to pick off right where we left off with Oakland at the LA Chargers. This game, it, depending on where you get it, I'm seeing the consensus is around five and a half in favor of the Chargers. What do you think about this one, Jerry? Chargers haven't been blowing people out like they were supposed to. They're keeping t- teams in it. They're, they're having to pull comebacks to beat 49er type teams and Oakland kind of got off the mark last week. Sometimes you need that get-right game, and maybe this is it against the San Diego uh, L.A. defense that has been struggling uh, from the defensive backs. They're not what we thought they were going to be coming into the uh, to the year. Maybe it was the, the, the injuries, uh, preseason, who knows, but they're not cutting out to be what they are. So I look for a high-scoring game. I don't know if the Chargers can uh, ultimately cover that spread, so give me the over if you're betting it. All right, 51.5 is that number. That's the over. I said earlier I, I like Derek. Carr this week, especially in daily, and I like stacking him with Jordy Nelson. I think Amari Cooper and Jared Cook are going to get most of the attention from that defense. So I, I think Jordy could go off there. On the other side of the ball, oh man, that you know you're starting Keenan Allen every week. You're starting Gordon. You're probably starting Eckler as a flex too. He's been really good. Mike Williams, Jerry, he seems to be a guy where he's got all the talent, but from week to week, he's you know, he's losing out the, the target battle with guys, you know, like Williams and, and some other guys. What do you think about him this week? This is the week where he gets right again. Uh, the Oak, Oakland struggles are giving up those big, big plays, those explosive plays. And this is where you can see Mike catching those two touchdowns. I'm all over him. I'm all over the Chargers team total. I just looked at my bookie. It's only 29. Hit that as a max play. Over 29 on my bookie. Chargers team total. All right. Cam's a big Chargers guy. Cam, what, what do you got about this matchup here? What do you think? I mean, like, it, we were talking about Williams being inconsistent. He, it just, it's, 
it's a luxury that what the Chargers have as far as as far as the weapons. You know, you have yeah. Melvin Gordon who's not even rushing the ball a whole lot, but he's getting all these touchdowns. He's he's catching all these balls, which we knew he was an amazing dual threat. You have Eckler who's who's catching four or five catches a game. I think he's had nine points in four straight weeks, which is incredible for for a yeah. backup that's only touching it around ten or eleven times. Travis Benjamin's out. Who cares? He hasn't done anything in 27 years. Antonio Gates is starting to get catches, too, which is, I think, what plays into Mike Williams. Is Antonio Gates is a monster both in size and what he's able to do at that age. And so we, we talked about how Mike Williams was that big receiver. Well, now that Gates is back and healthy, yeah, it's, it's going to take away from, from Mike Williams. But I honestly don't think there's a bad play on the offensive side of the ball for the Chargers. I actually think Marshawn Lynch might be a really good cheap play. Uh, if you're going an Oakland Raiders route, because I think he costs still less than 5500 and he's been getting around 12 points a game. So There you have it, folks. All right, quickly, we move on. Arizona, San Francisco. This is my play of the week. I like uh, Arizona to cover the three points. What do you got on this one, Jerry? Y'all go drop a dime on this because I'm <laughs> with you, and whenever we got agreement on something, it's good. So give me the Cardinals plus the points, and you're going to hear about that in just a couple seconds. All right, there we go. So we like that one. Uh, from a fantasy standpoint, I like Brita this week. I think he could come through. And I think Kittle, I mean, tight end's just a wasteland. So you got to like Kittle this week. Um, let's move on. Minnesota at Philly. We covered this one pretty good earlier. So I don't know if there's a whole lot else to say. We really got into this one. Jerry, any final takeaways from this game? I think it's going to be high scoring. Both teams will score. I think the Minnesota wide receivers uh, are going to tear it up making wins have to come out and chase the game down which i i know i think he can minnesota defense isn't what they used to be they're not that scary defense that can just shut you down xavier Rhodes has been given up uh has given up things and if you look back at alshon jeffrey last year when he played uh uh when he played Xavier Rhodes, he had two touchdowns. He burned them. So let's not forget about right. that. There you go. That's a good one right there. Rams and Seattle. We talked about this one quite a bit. If you need Dougie Baldwin, he's there for you. Russell Wilson, ugh, if you can get away out of him, that's probably the way to go. But you might be stuck with him. I'm starting all my Rams receivers and obviously Gurley. Jerry, what you got? Russell Wilson scrambling his way down. He's on pace for 44 rushing attempts. His last time, his career low was in 2016. That was 72. So he's basically on half of the pace of his lowest year. I don't like it, and they need to go ahead and change things up. But again, it goes down to the game scripts and defenses knowing that they have no weapons to fear so they can put a spy, leave a spy back to, to chase them down. That's a good point. And quickly, we have a couple more here. Dallas, Houston, you got to be a little worried with uh, Will Fuller, Kiki QT. You don't know if they're going to play. Lamar Miller, it's a Sunday night game, so it's dangerous. You better have somebody on Washington or New Orleans or somebody else in that game if you want to if you want to, you know, have the uh, the fortitude to start somebody that may not play. Any thoughts on this one? Three uh, minus three, Houston, Jerry. Maybe a play on the under here as these defenses. Josh talked about that Cowboy defense going up against uh, the Texans offensive line that uh, they allow the most quarterback hits. They allow a bunch of sacks and. Cowboys create pressure, so hopefully you can get yourself in some third down and long situations, some punts, and before you know it, you're going into halftime with maybe 13 points on the board, and you're in great position. So it's a big rivalry. The people are ready. The 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 feeling in the stadium's going to be there. And yeah. I, I'm I'm going under. Okay, he's going under. I kind of think Zeke Elliott. No surprise. He'll probably have a big game tonight. Jerry's nodding his head. He agrees. And finally, Washington, New Orleans. Uh, we talked about this one. You said you liked the over, right, Jerry? Yeah, I like the over. I think Washington will be able to score. 
Now, the Saints, I'm scared to see what they do as far as the passing game, but that running game is going to be at full strength finally. We're, we're, we're excited to see what they got going, and it's going to be a great Monday night game. I think Washington could score on that defense, and they, they won't. Even if the script goes away from them, they'll be able to get themselves back in, and that's why I also like Washington with the points. Uh-oh. Time to roll out, boys. Put your name on something, Josh. All right, man, this one's kind of tough, but I'm going to throw you a quarterback. I kind of like Bortles this week. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and go with him. And uh, James Conner, I think a lot of people are a little down on him after last week. I think he comes through this week. Cam, put your name on some. Look, I always hate going with divisional rivals of the Texans, but D.D. Westbrook to me this week, nine catches last week for over 120 yards. I get the weather's a little crappy, but Kansas City's pass defense can't do anything. And I think Blake Bortles is going to do a bunch of dump-offs to him and T.J. Yeldon just to limit the amount of touches he has. So I'm going D.D. Westbrook for a big game. I'm really big on D.D. Y'all listen to this man. I want to put my name on the Arizona Cardinals yeah. to cover and win outright. I think that they're in a prime spot, and, and everybody's look overlooking what's really going on in San Francisco and in the injuries, and the injuries have been hitting them hard, and it comes to a point. I mean, let's not forget this. It's a team that McKinnon, uh, Garoppolo, now you the good one. I mean, everyone's hurt, and this is where you come out and you see Josh Rosen put on a great performance. I, I would look for Josh Rosen to go hard today. There you guys. There you have it. Don't remember we have this giveaway we're about to hit up right now, but we want to thank all our guests for coming in today. Chris Tubbs, XO Holly. We want to thank Cam and Hyped Up Andrew and Hector for helping out with the phones. We want to thank my partner, Jerry Bowe, for having another great show. So here's the deal, guys. We're giving away two tickets to the first annual Houston Sports Pub Crawl. The drink specials, $3 beers and drinks. You get a free limited edition Be Someone shirt. You get a free Pub Crawl wristband. You get a cup and you get a koozie. It's going to be an awesome time. Fred, uh, Fred Fowler is going to be in attendance. So get Give us a call, 713-780-3776 to win your two free tickets, your shirt, and all the goodies. Give us a call. Caller number five wins it. All right, that is all for us. This has been Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. We will see you next week. Good luck. Are you custom made, custom paid, or are you just custom fitted? PlayStation 2 up in the ride. Is that Lorenzo kid?